as you know, uh, I've been reading the Lycanius books quite well. Actually, I haven't been because I loved them so much that I got very quickly up to uh, where we're at on our podcast reviewing them. And then uh, I started to get a little head and then I started to give you spoilers. But there's a few things that I do want to talk about. So I've been just kind of like going into Reddit. I haven't really ever spent time just geeking out and going down the the Reddit rabbit trails. Oh, you haven't been on r slash fantasy yet? No. Oof. No, I have not. This is what I do. When I run out of book, I go to Barnes and Noble and I walk and then I peruse and I'll go like maybe get a coffee and I sit in a little coffee shop or read a couple chapters, find what I want, buy it, read it. And I just like loop that circle. So I'm trying to broaden my horizons a little bit. It's a tried and true system. Yeah. And I found a couple Reddit stories that I really liked that I want to recommend to people. Um, one of them was the No Sleep Reddit. It's just a bunch of like horror stories. Um, And this one's not a horror story at all, but it was just, I just liked it a lot. There was um, a series by Goat Valley Campgrounds called How to Survive Camping. And it's just this lady who has like a campground that's like full of magical creatures, but she has like regular people come and they're constantly killing people. She has to clean up the mess. And it was just a good series that I really liked. That you read on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of them on there. And then I I just found this story that I really liked. And it was this prompt where time freezes a day before the world ends. There's like a meteor or something that's coming in to kill. And one guy doesn't freeze. And he gets like this mysterious like note or something about like it says you have all the time in the world fix it whoa yeah he's like a regular guy and he spends hundreds of years learning like all these crazy mathematics and like you know going way farther in science that we ever have because he has literally forever to do it before time starts up again and he goes through i won't spoil it for anyone but it's a really cool look into like you know the first like two or three years he spends in just like depression <laughs> just like because totally. his family is just like frozen in the living room and he's just like a piece of he's just not doing anything with himself and then finally he's like you know i'm bored i might as well like try what a cool idea yeah he spends tons of times learning like you know basic math and then he has to go into like theoretical physics and string theory and he's just a regular dude so it takes him forever and he ends up like making a spaceship and i won't ruin it for anyone but it's very good and i really enjoyed it it was just a very cool you know you could probably read it in an hour very good uh what have you been reading this week well in addition to lycanius i've been reading the fable haven series by brandon mole which is pretty cool i'm pretty into it I've been trying to read a lot more middle readers type stuff lately, and this is definitely like right up my alley. Define that for me. I've been reading fantasy novels all my life, but I'm just getting into like the terminology, if you will. So I think maybe people would have different definitions of it. But from what I can tell, it means uh, nine to like 14. Uh, But that doesn't necessarily mean that I can't read it. It doesn't mean that you can't read it. I think it's for any age, but I think that that's what it's marketed to. That's kind of the pace. Uh, The language is a lot simpler. It's usually in first person, um, but these ones aren't. These are in third person and they have two point of view characters. I like how it's two kids instead of one main character that you latch onto. I thought that was a nice touch from Brandon Mole is the the girl Kendra might be a little bit more. It's like a 60-40 from what I can gather. You know, they're just going on adventures in their grandparents' magical nature preserve. And it's just a really cool, fun idea for a book. And hmm. the first one was really lighthearted. And I'm hoping that kind of like a lot of other middle readers uh, series that I've read, it'll kind of get darker as we go. 
And I just found out too that there's also another series by Brandon Mole. I think it's like actual, you know, different dimension fantasies. So pretty excited about those. And I want to continue reading those age level books so I can recommend them to people that have children and maybe they don't have time to dig as much as I do and like try stuff out. So yeah, I'll be reading I'll be reading all of the Garth Nix Abhorson trilogy pretty soon after I finish Fablehaven and I'm really excited about those. And I'm also reading Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller, which is pretty awesome so far. TikTok was definitely really trying to get me to read that for a long time. I'm jealous of all the suggestions you get from TikTok. I just have been like digging my feet into getting out my shovel and starting to look in. And man, there's so much gold out there. You don't even have to dig that deep. There are so many good books out there. And I know that now that I've got this kind of close following and people know what I like after all this time posting, I know that every recommendation that I'm getting is at least kind of up my alley. So it's like, kind of heartbreaking because i'm seeing you know 200 books and i'm like i'm not going to get to these but uh yeah it is really nice to get all those recommendations song of achilles was definitely one of the ones that people really wanted my opinion on and people seem to really really enjoy it and apparently the ending is really really sad and i'm supposed to buckle up for it and i've definitely read quite a few books in my time that have made me cry so we'll see if this is on the list but the writing so far is spectacular And I really should have gotten to this sooner because I'm just kind of flying through it. So yeah, that's what I've had going on. That's really cool. And I'm going to try to emulate your style a little bit and read multiple books simultaneously, which I'm I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous for because we all know how my memory works. I focus real hard and get real excited and really into what one thing that I'm doing. Whenever I've tried to read two books simultaneously, I just get lost and I start like mixing the stories together in my mind. And it just like, I don't know, but maybe if I read like a middle reader book, like you're talking about, that might help. One's like complicated, one's more on the simple side. That is one way to go about doing it for sure. And that works. And I think another tactic would be to change up the genres that you're reading too. If you're reading one epic fantasy trilogy, maybe throw a little science fiction in there. Mm. Maybe throw a novella in there. Maybe maybe some literary fiction, you know? So you read Lycanius at night and then in the morning you read 30 pages of Beloved by Toni Morrison or something, you know? And you, you kind of change it up a little bit so that you aren't really crossing those uh, swords very often. And if you're reading two epic fantasy series, yeah, you're going to get characters mixed up. That's really good advice because I'm a, you know me, I'm a sucker for those epic fantasy novels. And so it's like, I'm like sad if a book's like under 200 pages. I'm like, eh. Is it even worth my time? Can I even get to know them? <laughs> you know, and so I, mean, I've, I haven't had very much gourmet food before, but what I have had has been really delicious. And those are served up on some pretty small plates. You're right. It's a good point. That's a good point. And I like the middle reader stuff. Sometimes I've like really gotten into a series and then learned later <laughs> that it was intended for like, you know, 12 to 16. And I was like, oh. I really like those. So if you do muster up the courage to start reading a second book while you're reading Lycanius, what is it going to be, Chad? Okay, well, to contradict what we were just talking about, about how I shouldn't read two like epic <laughs> fantasy novels at the same time, I'm going to totally not do that because I got too hyped. So, you know, I'm a sailor. Can I try to guess what you bought? Yeah, you can. Just just based off just what you just said? Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay, okay so you said you're a sailor? Yeah, and I was oh. watching a book review on YouTube earlier today, and this was their number one top pick uh, of the person who was reviewing it for this last year. And it's a trilogy? Uh, yes. Uh, she said series, so I'm assuming it's a trilogy. I think it's a trilogy. Yeah, I ordered all three of them. Yep, it's three. All right, I'm going to take a guess. I get two guesses. Okay. Okay. The Live Ship Traders by Robin Hobb? Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> dude, wow. I just heard like pirates yeah. and like it's all about oh ships dude. that can talk. Oh, they can talk. Oh, buddy. Oh, I'm so she just gave like a you need to read it and gave me nothing about the story, but I heard enough to know. They're very dense, but very good. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you anything you else read about them? them. Yes. And they are oh. really, really cool. Definitely take your time with them. They're bulky. But Robin Hobb's writing is just so very good. good. I read so The Assassin's good. Apprentice and thought it was very good. Yeah, I think uh, Robin Hobb, she writes very long, but I want to read all of it. Mm-hmm. So good choice. Yeah, that's really Thank excellent. You. Thank you. I remember I was talking about The Assassin's Apprentice and I kept referring to the author as a him. And then finally you're like, dude, I have to stop you. That is a female <laughs> author yeah (laughs) and i was like oh my gosh because i just i never robin's kind of an androgynous name though for sure yes yeah i I never go out of my way to watch interviews or anything so i've had a few negative experiences there where i really liked the book and then i didn't like the interview at all and i was like ah so i just kind of avoid it so i just assumed which i shouldn't do that's silly of me if it makes you feel better robin hobb is just delightful oh really okay i've watched a lot of interviews with her yeah she's she's awesome and reading live ship traders at the same time as like Canius shouldn't be that big of an issue because they're they're very different. Okay, good, good. Dude, I'm just so stoked. Like I spent an entire year before I bought my sailboat forcing myself to watch at least an hour. And then, you know me, I get like really into something and then watch way more, but at least an hour every week of how-to videos on how to sail, tie knots, the physics, the everything. And man, I just, I, I hope that the author did the same thing and we can get some like cool sailing, you know, sailing is like, it's a, it has its own language. One of the reasons I was able to guess so quickly is because nautical fantasy as a subgenre is pretty scant. It's very scant. Yeah. I've looked hard. And so when I heard that, I was like, I'm in, I'm so excited to get into a nice nautical fantasy book and uh, thank you. And everyone listening for uh, being my vehicle and inspiration for broadening my fantasy horizons and kind of getting into some different type of books. So same thing right back at you. Evan, is there anything on your TBR that you are really excited to get to after the song of Achilles? Yes, I am planning on reading The City in the Middle of the Night by Charlie Jane Anders. Have you ever heard of this book? No. It's a climate fiction book, which I haven't really read. Climate fiction? (laughs) I've never even heard of that category. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. In this particular book, they're on a, it's like a sci-fi book and they're on kind of this, it's called like a tidal locked planet, like tidally locked, which means that only one side of the planet is facing the sun while it's rotating around it. One side of the planet apparently is constantly in light and one side is constantly in the dark. And I guess it's about two characters whose actions kind of like take them out of that dynamic or whatever. I don't really know exactly. Exactly. But just this, when I saw the words like tidally locked, I was like, that's such a cool idea for a book. Like, I wonder what's going on on that planet. It reminded me of uh, Pitch Black, that awesome, that awesome movie. <laughs> totally. I, I really liked Pitch Black, dude. It was good. I used to watch that movie all the time. And then I saw the Riddick movies and I was like, eh. Yeah, no, the second ones aren't very good. Uh, but the first one was like, it was just a nice little like. It's a cool concept. Yeah. Quick question before we go, because I read it a few months ago and I was really into it. Have you ever read Jade City? No, I've heard amazing things. The last book just came out. Really? Oh, maybe we should read those on here. They're really good. They're really good. It was me branching out because it's like modern day when like I'm a more, you know, horses and, and guns to or horses and swords to, to cars and guns. You know, would you be willing to start this the first book over again and read the trilogy? Absolutely. Maybe we should do that after Lycanius because that last book just came out and apparently they're amazing. The hype is real. It, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. And like I said, it was not 
not my type, but I mean, it turns out it was my type. I really enjoyed it and uh, I would totally read it again. And I'm excited to read the second one. I didn't even know there was more out. Everybody, we hope you have an awesome rest of your Monday. And thank you so much for tuning in to the Book Reviews Kill Monday Morning Minute. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. 